Hello and welcome to the Property Investing Australia podcast, where we'll be covering the right way to invest in property without taking the unnecessary risks, how to manage your money, and how to build the right mindset so that you can achieve your financial and wealth building goals. I'm your host, Nero Dambi Pillay. Hi, it's Nero here from Investment Rise, and today I want to talk about five ways I'm seeing many first-time property investors, property investment beginners being misled in today's marketplace, okay? And my aim here in really sharing these five ways is to hopefully just shed some light on what might be happening if you're considering getting some help out there and to make sure that you don't inadvertently make an error that's gonna cost you big time, okay? Because for example, if anyone tells you that property investing doesn't carry any risk, uh, you know, it's as safe as houses as some people say, look, the fact is, property investing does carry risk. All investing carries risk and you need to know how to mitigate that risk and you need to make sure you're not being led up the garden path. So let's have a look at these five ways beginning with number one, outdated strategies. Recently, I had a client call me and he was thinking about using someone else's services as as well. And he said he hadn't gone ahead with that person because what that particular person was offering him didn't make sense. And when I drilled down further, what my client said was this other person uh, was claiming to be able to show people how they could buy a lot of properties in a very short amount of time, okay? And apparently there was this book out there and it was talking about all the strategies and everything else. But what really tweaked to my client was the fact that in this particular book, they were talking about properties for $80,000, $110,000. You know, one of the strategies was to buy something for $110,000, do 10 grand worth of work, and all of a sudden it's gonna be worth $190,000, okay? And then what really was behind all that offering was in a a course uh, and really just someone trying to flog my client something uh, without any real help based on what might have worked in the past. Let's give this particular person the benefit of the doubt and say that you know what they're talking about might have worked 10 years ago or 20 years ago, but it's not gonna work in Australia in 2022, all right? So you need to really be careful because especially now as the Sydney and Melbourne markets do go into a bit of a, a downturn, okay? I can almost guarantee, and I've seen this before, I've been around long enough to kind of understand the patterns. I know you're gonna see people out there who are going to talk about their magic bullet and uh, how to achieve these, these amazing financial goals. And they're gonna sell you courses and this and that and everything else. But it's gonna be based on strategies that worked in the past, not that worked right now. It's gonna talk about strategies that worked when there wasn't as much pressure on the building industry as there is right now. It's gonna talk about you know, when property prices were probably half or a third of what they're worth right now. It'll talk about strategies about how to invest in a low interest environment rather than in an environment where interest rates are, are rising. So you really need to be careful that when you're looking to get advice, really ask yourself, is the advice that's being given, are the strategies that are being recommended to you, are they relevant for today? Will they still work today? That's really what you wanna ask yourself because stuff that's worked in the past isn't necessarily gonna work right now. So make sure that you're using strategies that will work in the current marketplace. 
okay? And then number two, or the second way I'm seeing many first-time investors being misled is by what I call fake experts, okay? Now, what I mean by that is people who don't necessarily have the experience to really guide you along the, the way, okay? And one of the main reasons this happens is because the real estate industry is highly irregulated, okay? It's not as if there's a certain qualification we, we need besides a, a basic license uh, or anything of that nature. There's no real quality control. So as a result, you get people who think they know more uh, because they might have got lucky, for example, uh, and they don't have the right experience. So for example, when back in 2016, 15, 2016, I predicted that the Sydney and Melbourne markets were gonna have a quite a significant downturn. And to date, that's still the, the biggest downturn that we had from 2017 to 2019. But when I was talking about that downturn coming, I saw so many so-called experts out there slam me on, online and say look, that I didn't know what I was talking about. They'd bought two or maybe three properties and they were experts and that the Sydney and Melbourne markets never went, went backwards, okay? And as I said, we know that we had the biggest downturn on record to date between 2017 and 2019 in both Sydney and, and Melbourne, okay? Then when I was talking about the fact that the property boom was gonna start in the final quarter of 2020, in fact, I came out in October of 2020 and said the boom is starting right now, many, again, so-called experts said, Nero, you don't know what you're talking about. We haven't even had the crash yet, right? Prices only dropped about 5%, okay? What boom? We gotta have a crash. And we know what happened uh, since then, pretty much from October of 2020 until early 2022, prices rose on average every single month nationwide, okay? So you wanna make sure that you're dealing with people who have the experience, okay? It's another thing I'm seeing right now is I'm seeing many people out there coming online and saying, they're experts because they've been investing for five years, eight years. Look, fa fantastic. And I'm, I'm sure they've done, done really, really well. But the last time we had interest rates rise was like you know, 11, 12 years ago, okay? And so the question is, are you getting advice from someone who actually has experience investing, finding areas with, with good growth potential in a time when we have rising interest rates? Okay, now personally, I've been investing for, for 20 years. I've shared in past episodes how I bought my first investment property at the time when we just had two rate increases and people were talking about doom and gloom and all the same headlines you're seeing right now. We saw that back 20 years ago. Okay, and we've seen it multiple times since then. And despite all that doom and gloom, I found an area and I doubled my money in 18 months, okay? And sure, I haven't always been successful. I'm quite open with the fact that I have made my mistakes along the way, but I guess that's what allows me to then guide our clients and allows me to have the experience to say, well, if you go down this path, it's gonna hurt you. But if you go down this path, the odds are you're gonna do very, very well, okay? So make sure that you are not the test case if you're getting advice from, from someone, okay? You're not the person who they are experimenting on their strategy with because they've never actually bought property personally during a time when interest rates were, were rising, okay? Property investing, as I said, carries risk. It's not a liquid investment where you can buy it today and sell tomorrow. And so the downside of getting it wrong is just massive. It's not just the cost of the property going down in value if they, you know, and you end up buying a lemon, but it's the opportunity cost as, as well, right? Of the fact that you miss out on other investments as well. So make sure that you're not dealing with someone who might be well-intentioned, they might have done well in the past, but 
They may not have the right experience to be able to guide you, and that means that you're then taking advice from someone who's essentially on their training wheels that might not work out well for you. And look, please don't think I'm being judgmental um, when, when I say this because I am someone who has made this mistake. I was misled uh, by someone who was telling me that you know these great strategies were really, really uh, powerful and could work for me. And they were talking about strategies and basing it on property prices and numbers that were very outdated. Okay, but I was too naive. I didn't know enough about the industry as, as a whole. I didn't know enough about what was going on in the marketplace. And I paid lots of money to uh, this particular person. And yeah, I didn't get any return from it. Okay, so I carry the scars of bad experiences. I carry the scars of my mistakes. And that's a big part of the reason why I'm so passionate about sharing information with you that works, what to look out for, and also what to avoid. Because I guess for me, I was lucky enough that I got started in my early 20s. So I had time to recover from my mistakes. Yes, they were painful, but I was able to recover from them. But if you're someone in your 40s or 50s looking to invest, that you're not gonna have the time to recover from a mistake, right? You don't have the time to get it wrong, okay? The drawbacks of losing money, buying a, a lemon, going down the, the wrong strategy, you just don't have the time to recover and it can really hurt you. And that's why I guess I'm so passionate about sharing these, these strategies with you and sharing how people are being misled because it's happened to me, okay? And I know how painful it was, and I wanna make sure that at least my experience then helps others and so that you don't get caught going down the wrong path. Number three, the third way I'm seeing many first-time property investors being misled is they're being told that off-the-plan apartments are a good investment. Okay, now I've spoken this at, at length in multiple episodes in, in the past. It's a personal bugbear of, of mine. We have so many years of data. Let's just take the last 10 years of, of data, okay? And look at almost any area and you will see that houses have outperformed apartments, okay? Let's take the, a classic example being the, the Hills area in Sydney, northwest of Sydney, a suburb like Castle Hill. Okay, house prices in Castle Hill have boomed over the last uh, several several years. Okay, they first had the new train line uh, going out there, which increased connect connectivity. Uh, we had the low interest rate environment, which uh, allowed greater affordability. And then with the new work from home uh, situation we've had since COVID, a lot of people have moved out to to that area. Okay, and so house prices have have boomed, but apartment prices. Well, I'm recording this in the second half of 2022 and there are still apartments out there that are worth less than they were back in 2016, 2017, okay? And they are building more apartment blocks in the Greater Hills area, all right? Which means they're increasing supply. And here's the thing, if you want capital growth, you need to make sure that you're buying in an area and you're buying the type of product where there's more demand than supply, okay? and I cannot think of a single market in the entire country where off-the-plan apartments are being built in an area where demand is greater than supply and that that's likely to continue long-term, okay? The odds are that even if their demand might be higher than supply right now, with developers' ability to you know, build towers, et cetera, the odds are supply is gonna increase, which is gonna compromise your capital growth, okay? So 
you've got to always ask yourself, why is someone offering you an off-the-plan uh, apartment, right? I mean, let's say for argument's sake, it's $800,000, okay? That's a contract price. It might take another year or two years to, to build, okay? You don't have any guarantee that the bank will then value that apartment at $800,000 in two years' time, okay? What if they value it at $700,000 or $750,000? Do you have the extra money to put into that, that apartment, okay? Also, interest rates are, are rising. So you might have the capacity now to afford that apartment, but if interest rates continue to rise, what many people fail to understand, and they're not being told this, is that as interest rates rise, your borrowing capacity diminishes. So sure, your friendly broker, your friendly bank manager might have told you, yep, you can afford that $800,000 apartment, but in 12 months time, even if they value it at $800,000, there is no guarantee you're gonna have the ability to get the loan but you're stuck because you've gone what's known as unconditional, which means you can't necessarily back out without penalties, okay? So an off-the-plan apartment is very risky, and this is the other thing that really bugs me, is that most first-time investors are very low risk, okay? And yet, they're being sold one of the highest risk investment vehicles, and I say investment vehicles, uh, very cautiously, because I'm not sure it would classify as an investment. We certainly don't classify it as an investment and investment rise, okay? So you need to be very, very careful, because I think uh, off-the-plan units are very, very risky, okay? I told you about the valuation issues, the ability to get the loan because of borrowing capacity. Uh, the other thing is you are literally could have in 100 units come on the market at one time. You're now gonna be fighting for, for tenants, and you've just, increase the supply, so then how can you get that capital growth, right? And so anyone who is telling you that off-the-plan unit is the best investment vehicle for you, and I know it's sold and packaged up in many ways, and it's often sold based on the, the niceness of the facilities and, and everything else, really stand back and ask, is it right for you or is it right for them? Okay, because I can't think of an example where an off-the-plan unit in 2022 is gonna be the right investment choice for any first-time investor. Number four, the fourth way I'm seeing many first-time property investors being misled is they're dealing with someone who is focusing very heavily on the property first, okay? And that is for me immediately a red flag because how can someone know what the right property is for you without first knowing your goals, your strategy, and then sharing which areas are right for you to invest, okay? If someone says, oh, look, you're an investor, well, we can help you buy pro property, and then they just pull out something or they share something with you and they start telling you about how good the property is, how large the land is, about some certain infrastructure coming out in the future, and, and, and et cetera. That may all be well and good, but how do you know that property is right for you? Okay, that's why you really, when you're getting advice from someone, you need to make sure someone understands you, what you're trying to achieve, okay? And rather than focusing on the property first, they need to really focus on the property last. And then number five, the fifth way I see so many first-time property investors being misled is, and I'm just gonna classify this under the general strategy of get rich quick, okay? At the moment, I'm seeing a lot of people out there talking about, oh, you should buy an older property, renovate it, and then you can, you know, manufacture equity, and if you do it this way, you can do it while, you know, having a, your cup of coffee and sitting on the beach, and you don't have to do any work, it's all gonna be done with you. This XYZ magic system is gonna work for you, okay? And 
hopefully you can see the craziness in, in that, right? I mean, because renovating property, adding value to property, yeah, it's a great strategy, but it involves work. And right now for many first-time investors, especially first-time investors who are low risk and who are time poor, that's not the strategy for you, okay? I don't care how many examples someone might put up on a, you know, on, on a, in a PowerPoint show, okay? The fact is that the industry, the building industry as a whole is under massive pressure. There's huge shortages of materials, there's shortages of labor, labor costs are going through the, the roof, okay? So then why would you, in that environment, buy a property that you're now gonna have to expose yourself to all those, those risks? Okay, it's gonna be stressful, it's gonna be more risk than probably what you were, you were told, okay? And it's also gonna eat up cash very, very quickly, all right? That's why I'm not saying that you shouldn't necessarily buy a property that doesn't need some touch-up work, like a, a repaint or something else, okay? Some basic cosmetic work, sure. But if it's something extensive, be aware of where the market is right now in 2022, and I expect will continue into 2023 and beyond, okay? It's more difficult than it's ever been to, to do projects where you can sort of manufacture equity and you know, get money out of the deal because there is the industry as a whole is under pressure. And so that sort of what is sold as potentially get rich quick could really be the strategy that makes you get poor quick if you're not careful, okay? So these are five ways I'm seeing so many first-time property investors, property investment beginners being misled, okay? You've just gotta make sure that you are getting the advice for, for you, and how do you know that? Right? That's, that's a key question. How do you know whether you're being given the right advice or being led up the garden path, okay? You've gotta, as I said, first of all, ask yourself, are, is, are the people who are helping you or advising you are they uh, getting something from someone else, okay? Or are you paying them? Are they truly independent? Are they acting in your best interest? And what I mean by that, are they getting clear on their, your goals, your strategies, your risk profile, any personal constraints or financial constraints you, you have? Are they really trying to get a good understanding of, of you, okay? Because only then can they actually help you, right? I know this might sound a little, little silly, but if someone doesn't truly understand you, what you're trying to achieve, what the, your risk profile is, how can they actually help you? All right, so I really hope this episode helps. I hope that you know if you're watching me or you're listening to me, this will help you avoid being led up the garden path and being misled when it comes to property investing in 2022. Hi, it's Nero here again, and thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, and you're looking for a full blueprint on how to invest in property to gain a passive income, then go to Nero Book, that's N-I-R-O Book, B-O-O-K, go to nerobook.com.au to get a free copy of my book, Wake Up Wealthier, How to Build a Property Portfolio That Pays an Income each and every month. Now, I used to sell this book for $47, but for a limited time, I'm giving you both the digital version and the audio version totally for free. Now, the reason I'm doing that is because I wanna give more people a chance to get this information. Plus, I also know that a certain number of you, when you go through the book, will like what you see and you'll reach out um, to find out more about our future services. But even if you don't, that's okay, because the book itself is a full blueprint about how to build a property portfolio that pays your passive income 
even if you've never invested before. So if that's what you want, then go to nerobook.com.au to get your free version of the book while you still can.